right, Fierce listeners, we are back with a quick Q&A this week. The question here is, what is the biggest advice you would give newlyweds? Mm. Biggest piece of advice you'd give to newlyweds? Yeah, what is the... Okay, so... A lot. There's a lot. (laughs) I love this because it kind of gives us an opportunity to share... uh, If we we were able to sit down with every nearlywed couple or Mm -hmm. newlywed couple and have maybe two hours just to talk and get to know them... What would we say? What like what are we going to spend those two hours talking about? Is it going to be communication? Is it going to be you know how to have uh, whatever sex life you want to have? <laughs> like is that it? And, that, and I don't think that is. No, right. no, definitely all those things are rooted in kind of the deeper, uh, firm foundation, which is what we're going to call this first thing. There's there's four things we want to talk about. The first one is the firm foundations. Who is Jesus and what is the gospel truly? Because we definitely get this muddled up. I think the first couple of years oh, of our yeah. marriage, we were living in a different, not quite the gospel. It was more of a yeah less. It was more of of us and less of God. I think in that that era of our lives. Uh, but hmm. praise God, He is trustworthy and sovereign, and has used that time and redeemed that time. Um, but uh, okay, pause for a second because we live in a time when words don't necessarily mean what the words mean. Right. And so when we say, "Who is Jesus?" Okay, mm. who is and what is the gospel? Good point. Truly, as I think, is what we're we're getting at. Right. Okay, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, of the Christian Bible, mm-hmm. not some version of him, not some caricature of him, but Jesus of the Bible. Mm. Full stop. Yeah. All right. No additional works, no additional books, no additional commentary, (laughs) just Jesus Christ of the Bible. Okay. So are you in agreement on who Jesus is? Mm. So many couples call themselves Christians, but they have completely different visions of who Christ is. Right. You can't worship two different Jesuses. Right. You can't worship a Jesus who's not also God, right? Who's not God, who's not part of the triune God. Yes. And so if you see Jesus as just maybe a prophet or just somebody who was a good teacher Mm. or who just lived historically, but isn't the king of all and the Lord and savior of humanity, Mm. if that's not the Jesus you're worshiping, then nothing else is going to make sense from that foundation. So, and what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news that I, we are sinners doomed and destined for God's wrath, who have been saved by the atoning blood of Christ on the cross, his virgin birth, his perfect life, his unwarranted death, and his resurrection and ascension Mm. into heaven. Okay, that is the gospel. Okay, that all has to be crystal clear, mm-hmm. and, I w- and we're going to spend a lot more time there, <laughs> both in now, these firm foundations, <laughs> both now and if we were to sit down with you for two hours, we would spend all our time making sure. Okay, this is who Christ is. This is our understanding. Right. Now we can move forward, and not that you can, you know, fully understand the person and work of Christ in one conversation, right? But right. that you're on the same page, beginning out, beginning in your walk together. Um, out into the world of okay, we both believe that this is Jesus. This is He is who God said He is. He lived and had this purpose, mm-hmm. because from that flows issues like communication, intimacy, always, finances, always, everything, yeah. everything that you're worrying and wondering about flows and stems from this this truth yep. of who Jesus is and what is the gospel. And we do our job at Fierce Marriage to try to draw those lines straight and clear yeah. from Jesus, from the gospel, and how they uh, how they respond react and respond and and give us what we need for those struggles in all of those areas of communication finances sex yeah you name it yeah so the belief always informs behavior Mm. is what you're saying and that you can try 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 to communicate to each other as if 
um, you know, that person is filled with all the dignity God has assigned to them. <laughs> but if you don't actually believe that God has assigned that dignity and he's shown that through the person and work of Christ, right. you're going to have a hard time communicating well mm-hmm. when it's not easy. Okay. So that's why we start there. The other far- foundational piece would be uh, covenants. Okay. So we've covered who is Jesus? What is the gospel? Now, what does God mean by covenant? Mm-hmm. Okay. We can't get into that here, but covenant is not a contract. It's something that transcends us. It is part of God's character, and we're called to reflect God's character in to an extent through our covenantal mm-hmm. relationship with our spouse. And then the third one under the foundational piece would be what is biblical love? Mm-hmm. What does it actually mean to say, I love you, and to say, right. I'm committed to loving you? When I don't feel like it, when mm-hmm. you don't make me happy, I still love you. Yes. What does that mean? What are the implications of that? And we can only get our definition yeah. from the Bible if we define it through any other terms then it's going to fall arbitrary yeah so so the the big kind of distillation of that is the feelings of love always flow out of the actions of love and the worldview is the opposite it's the actions of love should flow out of the feelings of love Mm. when we all know feelings come and go and love is fickle in that way but biblical love is not fickle in the least right okay so that's the foundational piece now what's the second thing okay the second thing is establish expectations and expect them to need revision yeah so everybody comes into a marriage and to a relationship with a things that they believe a relationship (laughs) should give to them my husband will always be like this he'll always do these things my wife will always do this and say this Mm -hmm. and want to be like this our family of origins typically play heavy in this area Mm -hmm. but we need to come in with uh low expectations i think and humble expectations maybe and expect that they things are going to change seasons are going to happen uh we are going to walk through different times and hurts and pains and struggles and we're gonna that's where our expectations can kind of butt heads i think when we can and because you did the foundational piece you'll you'll have grace and and generosity toward each other Mm -hmm. that is otherworldly it doesn't come from you it comes from the holy spirit comes from it comes from god and so that th- those expectations are all kind of the gray areas that mm-hmm. you have room to move and, and experience uh, sanctification, grace, all those sorts of things. Right. So you can be generous with each other and how you're yeah. communicating and all of that. So talk about expectations. Talk about how you expect to communicate. Talk about your sex life, what mm-hmm. you're hoping to gain uh, and give in that. Okay, because that's a, that's a, uh, a mutual, mutually generous thing. <laughs> that's probably um, the biggest area where expectations yes. go awry. And talk about your money. Talk about whatever whatever those topics are. Talk about them, establish expectations. Right. We have like 30 seconds. Surround <laughs> yourselves with the third one. Surround yourselves with transparent biblical community and people who will advocate for your marriage. This is huge. Yes. Yes. I think, Get I mean. Get people on board who believe in you and your husband or you and your spouse. Yeah. Uh, speaking from a wife's perspective, do that. Get them on board because they are going to be mm-hmm. the the bumpers down the yes. bowling lane that keep you on, and, keep you going straight. And when we say surround yourselves, we mean include them yes. in real time in your life and what's actually happening in your life. Mm-hmm. Talk about your struggles with them. Be transparent with them. Let them know you give them permission into your marriage. Just add them to your favorites on your <laughs> yes. phone. So you call them first when you, when you feel like your marriage is starting to go off the rails. Fourth piece. Enjoy. Marriage is a gift. Never forget your friendship. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. Laugh a yeah. lot. The first <clears throat> couple years of marriage, just smile, laugh, soak it up these are yeah. the moments and you don't get an, you don't get a redo on that god has been so gracious in giving us this gift of marriage and that's exactly what you're just saying right enjoy it have fun seize the day mm-hmm. so to speak mm-hmm. understand that every day is a gift every breath is a gift don't take those for granted and you will always have um, you're much more likely to have a, a joy-filled 
marriage full of appreciation. Mm. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Thanks for tuning in for this uh, quick q and I think that's <laughs> becoming the name. Yeah. So anyway, uh, as always, come back in about seven days. I think we'll have another one. If not, uh, it'll be an interview or something. But uh, yeah, tune in on Tuesdays for the regular Fierce Marriage podcast. And until then, stay fierce. Stay fierce.